I'm Madonna Brady and I'm a volunteer DJ on Radio Parkies, a worldwide radio station for people with Parkinson's and their cool friends. The stories of people who are living with Parkinson's make my show a lifeline and a beacon of hope in a sometimes lonely world. Every day in Australia, 30 people are diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and a total of around 70,000 are living with Parkinson's. But recent research indicates that in fact it could be 110,000 people living with PD in Australia. In 2012, at the age of 46, I was diagnosed with idiopathic young-onset Parkinson's disease. I knew nothing about Parkinson's and it came as a complete shock. I started to research what it was about and what was out there, as in information and activities, and I found that besides medication and reducing stress, the important thing is exercise. The books and websites, organisations, programs on TED Talks and blogs, and they all say that it's important to move, to be out and about, you know, to use it or lose it. For mental health and the feeling of belonging and community, group exercise is the go. Being with a group that is all going through the same sort of stuff. People who have also been knocked down a lot while at the pinnacle of career and achievements. And others may have known that something has been happening but not sure. Many are all too aware of the signs due to family and loved ones having had Parkinson's. So you get that diagnosis and then what? Well, if it all goes smoothly, you are the minority. There is so little public awareness. A lot of GPs have never seen a person with Parkinson's in the practice and definitely not someone so young. Early diagnosis leads to beginning treatment promptly and people being able to plan a future perhaps. Many people struggle and depression is a very common symptom of Parkinson's when all else has been turned upside down and that is what it's like. There is one thing that can bring people onto their feet, hope.
to Parkinson's is really important and over $750 million just by the Michael J. Fox Foundation since its inception has been spent on Parkinson's research and we are no closer to a cure. One of the biggest pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer, has recently announced it will stop doing research into new Parkinson's medications. Quality of life initiatives are for us now. It is important for people with Parkinson's to feel supported and gain strength from the group. A weekly group is so beneficial. The basics, balance, cardio, strength and PD-specific exercise classes will help to maintain where you're at now. Since 2000, the Michael J. Fox Foundation has raised $750 million for Parkinson's research. But it's been one of the great gifts of my life that I've been in the position to, 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 to take my view of the suckitude of it and, and, and merge it with other people's view of the suckitude of it and, and try, to find a, try to find an answer. Down, down, down. 
You're listening to Women on the Edge, a series produced in collaboration with 4ZZZ and 4EB. We're working together to amplify women's voices on your radio. We're working together to bring more women to your radio. So it's great to have friends and people going through the same sort of stuff, even though it's sad sort of stuff sometimes. But it really does make a difference. People who get it, because you don't get it until you get it. Uh, I have Julie Truen, who is a friend with Parkinson's, and she's also a physiotherapist. Hi, my name is Julie, Julie Truen. I'm a good friend of Madonna's. We do quite a few activities together. Um, I have Parkinson's disease. I was diagnosed about three years ago, and... um, I have been retired uh, for a couple of years. Um, yeah, so one of the reasons I, I retired was um, to give myself the time to have a good the time to have a good time and to do the things that I want to to travel to have fun, but also to enable me to put as much effort into physical activity and exercise that I than, than I can. It's make hay while the sun shines, really, isn't it, Julie? That's exactly right, yeah. So um, I do a f- pretty intensive um, physical exercise routine each week and I, I manage to stick to that and increase it. Um, it's not just um, physical activity either, it's um, activities for the mind and relaxation. Uh, one of my activities, of course, is boxing, which... Um, I have really, really um, taken to and enjoy. And is it boxing where you'd be hitting someone? Absolutely not. I'm a total pacifist, and I think as a sport it probably should be banned, like motor motor car racing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this is non-contact boxing, um, and I started it earlier this year. There, there was a small component in of it in an, in another exercise program that a lot of uh, Parkinson's patients participate in, which is PD Warrior program. Uh, it has a two-minute boxing um, section, and I, w- I really enjoyed that. So I decided, and also based on um, research, particularly coming out of the United States, uh, around the benefits of boxing, I decided to take it up as a sport. And how long have you been with the boxing trainer now? I started in around February 2017. Um, I do it once a week with a personal trainer at a studio called Box R. They've been extremely supportive. Um, and um, I've, I, think I, have, I think I have benefited and my neurologist is very supportive of it as well. He, he considers it's one of the forms of exercise that uh, do, does benefit a lot of people. But every Parkinson's patient presents in a different way. Um, and the thing about non-contact boxing is it can be done at different levels. It can even be done from a seated posture. That's exactly right. I've seen lots of videos of people boxing from overseas and in Australia and I've seen a video of you boxing, Julie, and you look really great. Thank you, Madonna. Yeah. I, I, I think I have improved, and my trainer also believes I've improved. I'm a lot smarter, sharper, 
quicker. Um, I think anybody, whether you have any con- any condition, physical condition or not, would improve in in the way of balance, strength, um, quickness of movement, that sort of thing, if you take up non-contact boxing. Yeah. Um, but with Parkinson's, it's particularly important. Yeah. And how is your balance these days? Oh, my balance is tip top. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm. Um, that that's one thing, it, and it's also the uh, not so much the physical side of things, but it's the cognitive and the memory and remembering sequences, um, um, concentration, um, and and I I think there's also to me. I feel really good just smacking the hell out of something, you know. It, it, yeah. it gives you a, some, some sort of a release, um, and that's that's good. It's almost as if you release endorphins and you feel after it. You're exhausted, but you feel happy. Yeah, that's right. And um, there must be something good about, um, yeah, smacking things as hard as you can and just punching away and then you have your breather and then you can get back into it. How long would a session go for, Julie, that you do? I do an hour to an hour and a half each time. Um, but it, that once again, that can be varied. Other people don't do quite as much. Some people do more. Um, but, you know, it's, it's everybody can do it, non-contact boxing at their own level. And um, I think it is, there's so many benefits. Um, it's wonderful that we're starting to get the program in place uh, across Australia. Yeah, that's right. Thanks so much for joining me today, Julie. It's a pleasure, Madonna. You're listening to Z Digital. Radical Some more, please. Can I have some more? 
Saying wife is a look you need To born to death in the cult of grief I model myself on a humble boy If I could be anybody Then why not a begging boy You'll see me begging boy Until opportunity Knocks down the door I'll still be looking for more don't you call me a whore Still been looking for more Don't you call me a nutter Cause I wanna be in the gutter Drunk to vomit on alien style Call me Oliver Twist and Shout Twist and Shout Oliver Twist and Shout Can I have some more, please? Can I have some more, please? Can I have some more, please? Can I have some more? Can I have some more? This is DJ Madonna. You're listening to the Women on the Edge series and I'm talking to you about Parkinson's disease. Here's a chat between the British DJ Ian Skazza-Scarrett and DJ Madonna via Skype. So it's about UK versus Australia in Parkinson's healthcare. I'm talking to DJ Skazza on Skype. How are you going? I'm going all right. I'm going all right. It's Sunday morning. I'm sat in my shorts. It's cold outside, but uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. Thank you very much. How are you? Yeah, very good. Yeah, I'm good. It's Sunday evening here. It's um, 9.20. Oh, I've just, just finished my show then because my, my show's tonight between 8 and 9. So. Oh, no. Oh, how, no. How was it? Did it go all Are right? Are you panicking? Are you panicking? Oh, do I look it? No, no, no. But I'll have to tune in. No, see, your show is during the night, so I always miss it. I have to listen on Mixcloud. Oh, so Mixcloud's there, and it's New Wave night tonight, so... Which should be ent- entertaining. So that's not about hair, is it? Pardon? It's <laughs> you... not about hair. Oh, I see. <laughs> so, sorry, your Aussie humour went over my head there. Very, very, very. Okay. Um, so, Skazza, can you tell us about Parkinson's in the UK? Yes, of course I can. The number of people diagnosed with Parkinson's in the UK is expected to increase by nearly a fifth between 2018 and 2025 to approximately 168,000. There's currently 145,000 people with it in the UK. Every day, 50 people are diagnosed with Parkinson's. I think that uh, uh, goes along with your, is it 30 that you mentioned earlier in, in the yes. show? Yeah. Yes. One in three hundred. One in three hundred and fifty adults in the UK has the condition, and it's more men than women. So that's where we are at the moment. There's uh, there's definitely an increase in Parkinson's, but also I think there's an increase in recognition that um, Parkinson's is out there, so people are more willing to come forward. I think. Uh, it, the increase is going to be all around the world because of the increase in the ageing population as well. Yeah, I think you could be right. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen um, 
that that's the same sort of numbers in Australia, you know, equating to our the size of our population, and um, slightly more men than women have Parkinson's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. I noticed there's a local uh, bit of uh, work being done, which shows that at my sort of age, I'm, I'm 56. Um, there's in Birmingham, there's, there's something like four times as many men diagnosed as women. But when you get to 65, it's about even. So right. I don't know why that would be. And that, that information was just um, passed out in one of these uh, meetings that we had with Parkinson's UK. But uh, mm. it was interesting. That is. Yeah, I haven't heard any stats like that in Australia. Um, are you a um, are you an advocate of physical exercise, DJ Skazza? Yes, obviously, with a body like this, um, <laughs> I dislike. I always dislike too much exercise. I used to play football, soccer, as you'll probably call it, um, and I, I liked walking. Uh, I, I don't do football anymore, and. Um, Struggle, I struggle sometimes with walking, so I, I've joined a gym and uh, I go along there three or four times a week, hopefully, um, but I know that I need to be more out there and actually do more of going to the gym rather than just turning up when I can. Uh, I need to build it into my my weekly to-do list, if you like. Yeah, Exactly. Um, a report from Parkinson's UK states that doing the 2.5 hours of exercise a week can slow the progression of your symptoms and exercise can help you manage your symptoms like uh, sleep problems and fatigue, mood and mental health. So they also say, and this is a big one all around the world, exercise can be as important as your medication to help you take control and manage your symptoms. So, what sort of exercise do you do in the gym? I, I, I went and had a meeting with the manager of the gym because she wanted to make sure that I was going to be fit enough to use it in the first place. I suppose she didn't want me to fall down dead in there. Um, I do three, three things. I do the treadmill, I do an exercise bike, and I do the rowing machine. And between between ten and fifteen minutes of each, each time I go, and that, I, w I think I can probably work that up a little bit more. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to overdo myself and and fall over dead in the in the gym. So I, I keep it to uh, a re what I see as a reasonable um, number of, of, of minutes. Yeah. I find it really helps to have someone going to the gym at the same time, you know, a group that meets up and, you know, there'll be Charles doing the treadmill and there'll be Joe doing the bike and, and I'll be on the rowing machine and, you know, I just I, I actually find the rowing machine quite boring and really? I'll be rowing away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'll say to people, come on, tell me a joke. Come and talk to me because otherwise if you're looking at the dial and you're looking at how far you've gone in that amount of time, that's it's pretty bad. 
I suppose I'm I'm a bit different to you in that I don't want to go with people. I'm quite happy to oh. go on my own and listen to my music. So I'll have my headphones on. So yeah. I won't talk to anybody in the gym. I'll have my headphones on. I know where I've got to go. And I've got my music yeah. playing to me. So I'll just do that. So I don't go with anybody. See, I've never put music on when I go to exercise. So I'll have to try that one time. That sounds a good good one. What sort of um, support activities have you got going on in the Birmingham area from, you know, is it support groups or is it um, Parkinson-specific exercise programs? Is, is there anything like that going on? Parkinson's UK have um, something like 350 groups in the UK of, of people who meet weekly or monthly, depending. Uh, and at those meetings, they will have some exercise uh, undertaken. But they're generally older people, sort of 65, 70, 75. And obviously the exercises are going to be tailored to older people. Um, I've, yeah. go, I've gone out and done yoga with um, younger people, which is entertaining for them when I couldn't get up. <laughs> I was on the floor and I said, actually, I can't get up. And they looked at me and they said, are you sure? I said, no, I actually can't get up. And then the other thing at the end, the, the girl said, we're just going to have 10 minutes of um, relaxation. She turns the lights off and there's me snoring. She just touched my leg and said, can you wake up now? Um, in terms of actual, I've been along to the the local hospital which has had some exercises for Parkinson people. But again, I turned up at 50, I was 55 at the time, or 54, and the other four people on the course were 75 plus. Yeah. So yeah. my my sort of young onset Parkinson's isn't really catered for at the moment very much. We have to do mm. our, do things ourselves. So the, the group that I'm in has started doing singing on a Monday. Oh, that's great. That is good. Yeah. It would be great if you get across there in time. It's about, it's about 10, oh. mi 10 miles from where I am, and I, I struggle to get over there. But it's, it's really it's really nice, and everybody joins in, and it doesn't matter if you can't sing and all the rest of it, which is lucky. Cause... What, sort of song, yeah, what sort of songs are you doing? Um, the, last, the last one I went to, do you know Petula Clark's Downtown? Yeah. 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 Priscilla Clark's downtown, and, and I asked her if she asked if she'd do. Um, she said she'd do uh, any sort of um, choices from from us. And I said, well, "What about Bark at the Moon by Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne?" She said, "We we can go for it if you want." <laughs> but, um, Would that be a good one? <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 it involve a lot of facial. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's great. Well, it's it's early days. You know, when, when I was di first diagnosed, I um, wanted to find out what exercise activities were about because everything you read from America is all about exercise, exercise. And there was um, only one group and it was all with older ladies and it was full. So yes. because, you know, I, I was still working at that stage, I needed to do something out of work time or, you know, at a time that suited me. So, yeah, slowly it's coming. It's coming. 
So, yeah. yeah, the more you talk about it, the better it is. Yeah, yeah I think so. And the fact that we've got the, the radio now, I mean, it is a bit frustrating that I can't get people interested quickly. But I think over a time, people start to recognise that actually I'm not in it to try and just promote myself because I'm, I'm not that bothered about people knowing me. I, I just think it's quite a useful piece of equipment for anybody to think about. So uh, if I don't want to tell anybody I've got Parkinson's, which there are quite a few people who don't want to say it, if there's somebody mm. on the radio that I could listen to mm. who might be able yeah. to get me information, then why not do yeah. that? So. Yeah, that's right. I believe the radio has made my world bigger. Yes. You know, whereas a lot of people say Parkinson's makes their world smaller. Yeah. But, I, I, yeah, we, we are in the big world. I was at a, a celebration yesterday for somebody who's, who's been who's had Parkinson's for 10 years, and she said to me, it's well, it's one of those things, isn't it? You get Parkinson's and you think, oh, it's the end of the, almost the end of the world. And she said, ten years on, I've done so much stuff because I've got Parkinson's that you know, really, we should be saying thank you to it. And I've, <laughs> yeah. and I've, I've got, I'm doing radio, which I've, I've probably dreamt about for all my life, yes. and thought oh, I'd love mm. to do that, and I've had the opportunity to do it now. And I've the opportunity to play what I want when I want, and, and have people say, "I love that," or oh. "I didn't, I didn't like that at all." Like my daughter does. Yeah, you can't yeah. have everything. No, that's right, and we've got choices, so it's great. Yeah. DJ Madonna from Brisbane, Australia, on Radio every Wednesday from 8 till 9pm and Friday 8am till 9am.
Adrian Unger is a person with Parkinson's who lives in Sydney, is a pharmacist and is also the person behind Punching Parkos, the Australian program which is all about non-contact boxing for people with Parkinson's. I spoke to Adrian recently and this is what we talked about. I'm a retired pharmacist. Uh, I was in pharmacy for about 40 years and in 19... Sorry, uh, in 2004, I was diagnosed with uh, Parkinson's disease and uh, it was interfering with my, uh, my role as a pharmacist, so I sold the pharmacy and, uh, and I haven't worked since. Um, what I have been doing is um, a, a course that slows down the, um, the symptoms of the disease and people get a general well-being and they can control their symptoms. Um, it's not a cure, but uh, it's better than uh, most tablets. In fact, one of the common sayings around most gyms that do this is... Uh, the best tablet I've taken all day is my exercise. Well, that's a great message. And, mm. yeah, that's that's really good to hear. Um, how long have you been interested in boxing, Adrian? Well, surprisingly, I didn't start till I was 50. Uh, I've never done anything like this before. I was a, I should say, I was a nerd. I was very <laughs> academic. Uh, I, I enjoyed doing um, sports such as golf and 10 pin bowling um, and uh, I've never even considered anything physical but uh, one day in my pharmacy a young lady came in and uh, said she wanted some bandages and I have an extensive surgical uh, uh, department and I said yes what sort do you need and she said oh, it's not for wounds she said I would need to wrap my hands because I do boxing and she was a 23 year old Blonde, and I thought, hello, what's, what's this about? And I've been looking for an alternative because uh, I got uh, tired of going to ordinary gyms and uh, I got bored just walking on the treadmills and riding bikes. And I thought, well, this might be something different. So she was learning from a fellow down the road, not far from the pharmacy. I went down and introduced myself and he sort of looked me up and down and uh, I don't think one had a bar of me because he's used to having... Um, young fit people uh, come to his um, boxing classes but he said oh we'll give it a go and that was the beginning of it all and I've been doing it ever since it wasn't until um, I was uh, well and truly diagnosed in 2004 it wasn't until about 2012 
I saw a video that uh, there was a gym in a boxing gym in Indianapolis that uh, was catering for Parkinson people. And I thought this is interesting because most people associate Parkinson's uh, and boxing in a negative way. So I watched these videos and kept a tab on them for a while and then they said uh, they're going to start a course for people who want to learn their techniques. And uh, I immediately uh, rang them and uh, said, I'm coming. And they said, no, you're not. Uh, we're not ready for international people. And I said, well, I've bought my tickets. <laughs> I'm on my way. And uh, off I went with my wife. And we did the uh, course. It was called Rocksteady Boxing over there. And uh, it was absolutely fabulous. They had people from 20 to 90 coming into the gym uh, putting on boxing gloves, some of them who couldn't even walk were sitting down in front of the punching bags doing uh, punching. And uh, people who walked by and looked in would wonder what was going on because here were all these uh, elderly people rolling around on the floor doing push-ups, screaming, uh, <laughs> laughing, having a really good time. And they, their sessions were 90 minutes and they were full on. So uh, I brought it back to Australia, and uh, for one reason or another, we changed the name to Punch and Parkos, and I became affiliated with uh, the Parkinson's New South Wales, and they introduced it as part of their uh, support groups, and we've been doing it now for three or four years. And uh, we're at the stage where we're uh, seeking other people to train so that they can bring it to their community in Australia. We want it to go all over Australia. What do you think the participants would get out of attending the classes? Well, as I said in the introduction, it's, uh, they get quite a lot. When they start off, irrespective of what level they are, because we, we grade them one, two, three or four, one, person, one is a person who has minimum symptoms and four is one who's severely affected, uh, and the exercises and sessions are geared for these different levels, so they're not competing against something they can't uh, achieve. Yeah. Um, so uh, what do they get? Uh, the commonest report I get was the next day, they have a feeling of well-being. Mm. So it doesn't only affect the physical symptoms, it affects mood symptoms, so their anxieties and depression uh, temporarily lifted and as long as they keep coming back and doing it every two or three days then the um, then the symptoms abate. I should also add that it's not a substitute for their medicine they are to keep on with their medicine and use the exercise program as an adjunct. If you want to know more about punching Parkos in Sydney or non-contact boxing for Parkinson's in Brisbane, you can search for their Facebook pages. You're listening to Women on the Edge. 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 We're working together to amplify women's voices on your radio.
Kate Everett is part of the group to set up Parkinson's Fighters United. We met a couple of years ago at a support group meeting, Walk at Sandgate on Brisbane's Bayside. Young at Park promotes activities and being social. Uh, Kate, thanks for being on the program. Could you introduce yourself to the listeners, please? Sure. Um, I'm Kate. I'm currently 49 years of age. I have young onset Parkinson's disease, which I was diagnosed with um, in 2015. Um, as it was all for you, it was such a shock for me. And I had been an incredibly active person up to that stage doing triathlons, marathons and gym it wouldn't probably be a day that I really didn't do some form of exercise. Um, so when I was first diagnosed, you look for lots of answers, questions, and you have lots of questions and you need lots of answers. So Google was my friend. But once again, there's nothing beating that interaction with other people that have Parkinson's. And so I found out about, through Parkinson's Queensland, a group called YAP. And as we all know, Madonna um, heads up, yep. And so I headed out to Sandgate this day with my partner, Steve, to meet this lady called Madonna. I arrived. She was full of life and energy and her dog, Indy, was there and Matt and a few other people. She proudly announced we were going to go for a walk and I think, yes, we'll be walking along sort of the path. But no, for those of you that know Madonna, she likes a challenge. So off we went, walking along the rocks on the foreshore. I remember going through my head thinking, I'm not sure this is the safest thing for all of us to be doing. And my balance wasn't too bad then, but it was just so funny. We laughed a lot, and that's what really Madonna brings to our friendship, I think, as well. Yeah, that's right. Danger and laughter. It's true. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was really quite um, not quite uh, workplace health and safety, but anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Survived. Yeah. Can you tell us about um, how the PFU has um, uh, been formulated and, and what's happening with it, Kate? Sure. Um, we're very excited about PFU, which stands for Parkinson's Fighters United. We're a group of like-minded women of varying ages. Um, most, not all of us have got young onset, but pretty well most of us. And... Um, Madonna had this embryo of an idea. She'd been trying to get up and get legs for, for a number of years. I don't know how long that has been, Madonna, exactly, but I know it's been a while. So suddenly we had a group of people that were all very like-minded and we came with backgrounds that sort of enabled us to sort of achieve the position of getting PFU up and running and um, a lot of hard work. We, we've gone through the process of everything and we now have a, a, a boxing session that happens um at Lane Park on a Wednesday at 11.30, which last week was so exciting. We had 18 people. But the mission, I guess, in PFU is not just boxing, but is it's in terms of wellness and keeping people with Parkinson's active. Um, and so we want to find a way to get that message out to the Parkinson's community. And um, that's our next step, I guess, is to really look at how we can make sure people are being diagnosed. You, you're so shocked with the information you're given, um, but if you were given something from the doctor and you pop it in your, your wallet, but you may not look at it for six months because you're just not ready to, but when you're ready to, if you see on there that it's a group of like-minded people who are active and really motivated to make their life with Parkinson's as good as they possibly can, they hopefully will pick the phone up and give us a call. But 
but not only the boxing and exercise that we offer, um, it's the networking, it's the community that is probably more important almost really. Um, so for me, the community that we've achieved is just awesome. Yes, I think it's about community and it's also about fun. I, I it think, certainly is. The, yeah. Our tagline is definitely about, it's, it's about fun. And it's so true, like you, you go into that class in particular um, and you might be feeling a bit flat, but everyone's there trying as hard as they possibly can. And there is so much laughter. Um, we encounter things in terms of challenges for individuals so we just adapt and overcome each time and nothing's too big or too little to, for us to do. That's right and it's not about um, how hard you can punch it's really just about being focused on what's happening now and I think that that in itself is a, a real boon for me to let go of other stuff and just go in there and just focus on on what's happening now. Absolutely. I remember arriving there one day, my symptoms were really quite bad. Um, I don't have a lot of motor symptoms, but balance is a challenge for me and thinking and cognition. I had a foggy brain. And I just went into the next room and it had padding on the floor, so I ran around for a few minutes because I thought I was safe if I fell over. And um, Tom, the boxing coach, came and sort of said to me, how was I going? I said, I'm pretty crap today, but I like this room because I can run safely in it and um I just got angry that day at Parkinson's but I it was such a release going to that boxing class because I could just channel all that anger into boxing and I had a great session felt so much better after it yeah so it's it's just awesome yeah yeah that's right I don't think you're allowed to run on that soft stuff Kate (laughs) (laughs) I need to (laughs) Yeah, and Tom is, Tom is the trainer. He's very supportive. He seems yeah. to know intuitively, um, you know, if there's something happening. He looks at my foot sometimes as if, you know, what's happening there? Sometimes I have a little flippy foot. Yeah. And I like the fact he challenges us. Like, he's not yet had, his, had any training about the boxing side of things for, specifically for Parkinson's, but... He doesn't look at limitations. He just says, right, today we're going to do some skipping. I think the whole room was going, oh, my God, this is going to be just a nightmare. Yeah. But nearly everyone skips, maybe not sort of 20 skips to get broke, but we all got to somewhere. And now we've got a, a benchmark to challenge ourselves each time we do skip. And he had alternatives for people that couldn't skip. So it's, he very much does tailor it to the individual. Yeah, that's right. Exciting days ahead, that's for sure, Kate. And thanks, Absolutely. Yeah, thanks so much for giving us the time for um, this bit of a chat today. Pleasure. Yeah, lovely. Thank you. Okay, thanks,
Richard Grimmett is a fellow Radio Parkies DJ in Australia. Richard lives in Ocean Grove in Victoria. and He's an active and vital member of the Parkinson's community and the community at large. He is also one of the Australian organisers of the Light of Day concerts in Australia. Have you been surfing today? No, I haven't. Done. I haven't been surfing since my DBS operation, um, which was in October, on the 18th of October. And uh, um, it's not that the surgeon or the specialist say, I shouldn't surf, but it's how I feel. Yeah. And I said, well, just judge it by how you feel about it. I thought, no, it's, it's not quite healed up enough. Yeah. We lie on your stomach on a surfboard paddle. And what, so, a, what about um, body surfing or, you know? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, we took some boogie boards out about a week ago. Alan and I, we had a good time. Yeah, Great. Very nice. Is it Alan, is he the fellow who you uh, were going jogging with? That's right, Madonna. It's Alan Barber, really. Yeah. Who's behind the development of the Light of Day Australia. Right. Organisation which runs charity concerts or music events mm-hmm. to raise money for Parkinson's disease. We give our money to... Um, to um, Shake It Up Australia and to the um, mother organisation in New Jersey. You were saying where Alan and I went and we spent a week there in the midst of that festival which began began by Bob Benjamin who had his 47th birthday coming up and he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and he was a a well-known music coordinator, agent. And uh, so he decided that the next event he had would be a fundraiser for Parkinson's. And that's been the case, I think we're up to, we're up to about 17 years wow. of that. So it's 4.1 million that they've raised in that time. Oh, that's wonderful. Absolutely incredible, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, and we were, it was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it, in New Jersey? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And DJ Laura and DJ Elizabeth went along as well. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to catch up with them and chat about that. Yeah. And That's my... F- my f- Sorry? Yeah, Laura lives quite close. Yeah, she is, yeah. And my friend Alan Jackowitz, he was there as well. <laughs> oh, well, it was Alan that connected us, wasn't it? You spoke to him about um, having more DJs in Australia. That's right. And Alan said... Give Richard Grimmett a call. Isn't that great how things work out? <laughs> it sure is, because I was there at his book launch. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a, it's a good book. Yeah. In the gallery of John, I can't think of his name, but when I met Alan there, he did a book reading which was terrific. Yeah. Really good. So there you go, Alan Barber, yes, that's the Alan, that um, he and I have teamed up to, um, to do that, Form Light of Day Australia, along the way raise funds for Parkinson's disease in many different ways in those times. That is wonderful. When you go jogging and you go back to someone's house and you do a bit of boxing, is that right? Well, uh, almost. Um, yeah, the boxing hasn't started yet either for the same reason, any vigorous sure. exercise. Yeah. Maybe in a couple of weeks when he'll now believe that um, boxing is uh, incredibly good for people with Parkinson's, as is proven by the guys in um, they, Box, They're called Rocksteady Rock Boxing, and yeah. I, 
I think they're in Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd actually be keen to talk to those guys because I wonder if they've got any programs or even just notes on on what sort of a series of, of um, boxing activity you can do. Adrian Unger in Sydney has um, written his own Train the Trainers program. Okay. He went to uh, Rocksteady Boxing in America a few years ago and did the course there and he's brought it back and, and you can send your trainer along and they can, they'll teach them how to do the boxing and how to, well, how to teach people with Parkinson's and grade them and teach volunteers and... So we've started boxing in Brisbane with um, 19 people going at the moment. Yeah, and that's at the PCYC, which is at the Suncorp Stadium, which people with Parkinson's and their supporters. So it's mitts and pads and the punching bags and, you know, a bit of footwork and we did a bit of skipping the other day as well. It is good. <laughs> uh, some of us hadn't skipped in quite a while. Can you do the crossover? I I was actually right, doing that, you know. I was I was doing a side swing and then open up and jump and then to the right side swing. When you when you're skipping, you don't need to use the rope, you know. When you're just learning, you can just do the jumping and you get that rhythm oh, yeah, right, okay. and then you can yeah. add your hands. Um, fun is one of them. Um, true happiness is another, I think. Yeah. You can have fun and you can find true happiness. Then Parkinson's is just like pimple. Oh, pimple? Parkinson's and pimple. Yeah. The other other thing I think that's really important is hope. Fun, true happiness and hope. Quality of life initiatives are vital for an engaged community and connections that are meaningful. at my side through the hardest of times there when I needed you most the truest of blue and I offer to you this specially heartfelt toast we have a bond that keeps holding on 
Like some kind of cosmic clue And I know as long as forever will last I have a friend in you I have a friend in you You have a friend in me There's nothing, oh nothing I wouldn't do for you Unconditionally Oh We had ourselves a quarrel or two Could have broken our friendship in half But the magic of us is not giving up Now we look back and laugh I think of the times when you're on my mind And the phone rings right on cue And I know as long as forever will last I have a friend in you You're listening to the Women on the Edge series A collaboration between Community Radio 4ZZZ 4EB, The Edge at the State Library of Queensland and the Community Broadcasting Foundation. You can listen to Radio Parkies live on the web at radioparkies.com or on demand at mixcloud.com. Radioparkies.com, let your voice be heard. Until next time, this is DJ Madonna. Please.